Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, I walked a dog, gamed a little, played with a frog. What does your morning commute sound like? Hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I get a sausage McMuffin with egg and a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit, please? Get back up, went back home, and I went to... Here you go, Jim. Mm. Here's to making your morning routine a little better. Right now, mix and match two select breakfast sandwiches, like a bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddles, a sausage McMuffin with egg, or a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit for just $4. Breakfast at McDonald's. Single item at regular price at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Letters, Lectures, <laughs> Fallen Wisdom. This is Mike Trojan. And today I want to just talk about things that make you sleepy. And then when you get sleepy, you make mistakes. Now, most things that make you sleepy are really stupid drugs. Drugs like alcohol, drugs like cigarettes. Drugs. This fall, you can go from New York to New Pals on a Disney cruise. Welcome aboard, New York. <laughs> a magical vacation to Bermuda, Canada, or the Bahamas just got a lot closer. Disney Cruise Line, sailing from New York this fall. Click the banner now for more magic. It's like anything that's really a non-psychedelic drug is kind of a drug for an idiot. Uh, and it's because the idiots can't take the psychedelia. It drives them insane. And the evil people get drive, driven really insane with psychedelia. So they prefer cigarettes, coffee, um, beer, you know, the acceptable drugs. Food. Food is the biggest drug of them all. The question is, how do you stay on top of this? How do you stay on top of your sleep? And how do you keep yourself from falling asleep? Things you have to do is cut out anything that puts you to sleep. So the things that actually put you to sleep are uh, any kind of speed drug because you have to come down from it. Any kind of uh, cigarette, uh, nicotine drug, because you have to come down from it. Any kind of um, opiate, any kind of um, heroin type drug, uh, that just you don't you, that just brings you down. And what's really strange about heroin is that you see these people that are just kind of bent over and like standing in the street on heroin. I don't know if you've seen that. Maybe if you live in the big city. What they're perceiving is that the world is going super fast around them. They're perceiving a very exciting world. They've slowed themselves down to make it more exciting. And we people are kind of doing the same thing. People who smoke weed, they're doing that to a lesser degree. Um, Heroin slows you way down. And if you you smoke a lot of cigarettes and you do... um, or if you smoke like clove cigarettes or um, any kind of just like a cigar or something while you're smoking weed, you will be brought down like an evolutionary level, literally. Um, in, you'll be so asleep that you might as well be a monkey. 
And what happens when you do go to sleep, when you lose energy, is that you behave either like a drug addict and you just kind of like fall asleep in public while you're watching TV, you know, just all all the stuff that you're trying to do. Like you can also be an adrenaline junkie. That can also be a, a, a way of cultivating sleep in you because you have to come down from that again. Anything you have to come down from, although adrenaline is a more natural thing, if you're if you're using it, if you're using danger to elicit it, not a good idea. To get adrenaline from an artistic creation, from an idea that you've generated, uh, even money, to get adrenaline off making money is preferable to getting it in any other way. It's getting it through danger is not. It's just you're going to come down from it and you're going to eventually fall asleep. And you can, and you just, it's so important not to fall asleep in front of people. I mean, literally falling asleep and also uh, falling asleep in your mind. Um, they, they're mirror images of each other, and they're both equally unseemly. It's bad for you to nod off. If you start to nod off, you should say you have to go to sleep. Uh, you should just tell the person, listen, I'm beat. I got to go to sleep. I'm sorry. I, I got to cut this night short. You don't try to stay up because then you look a, you look like somebody who, you look like a drug addict. Putting in your mind every few seconds. If you're, especially if you're eating like a lot of sugars and carbohydrates and things like that, your blood sugar is just on a roller coaster ride. And when it dips to a certain level, you basically shut down and fall asleep. And you'll know you're asleep when you're just annoyed and you don't know why. That's sleep. Being annoyed and not knowing why you're annoyed and just and thinking of like conjuring reasons to be annoyed after you feel annoyed. Like getting mad at everything in front of you, um, getting frustrated of every, any little difficulty that you that's sleep. And most people are living their whole life in that sleep. And some of them are remarkably effective sleepwalkers. So they're getting their, they're getting their quote unquote desires by, by barking at people in their sleep, becoming more negative. And this is one of the main real problems of sleep is that when you get disturbed in your sleep, you get very angry, similar to a person who gets woken up out of a sound sleep, uh, literal sleep. When, you're, when your mind is sleeping in some reverie of thought, and it's, it's inevitably negative, it's, it's just that feeling of annoyedness. You feel annoyed, then you start thinking about things to be annoyed about. And you, you, you love to just talk shit about people. It's, it's part of the whole cycle, okay, to talk shit, to to hate on somebody and then to um to feel any kind of way about anyone is sleep if you i mean unless it's unless it's positive if it's negative feeling towards somebody you're sleeping so obviously like if you're in a rage and you're angry that's sleep that's still sleep that's somebody who's like somebody's trying to wake up out of sleep and they really haven't fully woken up yet so they're lashing out. 
And if somebody affects you in a way that makes you so angry that you that you that you fly into a rage and they haven't actually touched you that's sleep. Okay? Obviously if they punch you in the face, like I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get on your case for being angry at that. But that rarely happens. Usually it's verbal or just the way somebody acts or just the way somebody is. Just who they are. They happen to be this kind of person. A broken person. A person that you should actually take pity on and not just hate because they're flawed and not they're, they've fallen so far from the the perfect ideal that you you've decided now it's it's their fault that they're the way they are and you're going to be you're not going to stand for it and when you take a stand against somebody who hasn't actually touched you but just presented themselves in a certain way that you didn't that's sleep sleep is annoyance sleep is if somebody annoys you guess what you're asleep and that's why you're annoyed nobody should annoy you you should be, you should be judging anyone you should be living your life happy to be alive appreciative for this opportunity to join in the world to 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 interact on this virtual reality that's going on here and you're in this thing you're in this video game and like you got all this stuff that you could do and like look at what you're doing i mean you're you're not you're not exercising the full potential of this video game you're you know you're 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 being a hermit you're staying inside all day you're not interacting with people you're waiting on people you're um you're you're doing other people's bidding you're going to work you're going on a routine you're not living you're not just interacting on this virtual world it's been created for you you know it's like a truman show for you and you're not using it like that you're using it like you're some side player you're some extra and everyone else is important and you're just some kind of side player no you're the central you're the central player in this video game that you're in so instead of being like tremendously thankful for that you're annoyed you're annoyed that you don't have a better job or you're annoyed that you don't have a hotter girlfriend or you're annoyed that uh, you didn't take this turn or that turn back in the past and where you would be today if you only you had all the regrets you have. You look at your life and you're like far from perfect. And that's something in the West that we do. We, we compare ourselves to the perfect man. That's something that Plato started essentially by Christianity, and it's just the idea that, man, and we, we fall, Jesus Christ is a perfect example. He's the perfect man, but we all fall short of Jesus. He was, he was selfless, unbelievably selfless, like total Buddha type, completely cool, like would love the sinner. We can't do that, so we fall short. So then we feel guilty. And then that guilt and that shame festers inside of us. 
And you know what's called? It's called sleep. That's what it is. So this perfect ideal that we project of every human being, which we compare every single person we see and ourselves to, and we find everybody falling short. Everybody's got something wrong with them compared to the perfect man, including yourself. So you find endless fault for your, with yourself. You find endless fault with other people around you. You're annoyed they're not perfect. Think about how fucking stupid that is. 99% of everybody around here in the Western world is walking around annoyed their life isn't perfect, annoyed they're not perfect, annoyed their friends are not perfect, annoyed their parents aren't perfect, annoyed their job isn't perfect, annoyed every little tiny thing is not exactly perfect compared to his picture in the mind of where it could be. I mean, just the perfect ideal. It's very easy to project that and then find yourself wanting. And and yet we're encouraged to do that in this society, and it's one of the reasons we built all this technology and all this uh, all this all these inventions and every everybody's working so hard because there's this tremendous. We're like the proverbial dog with the stake tied at the end of its head. It can never get to that stake. It's a stick. So it keeps running and the stake is always held out about 20 feet in front of it. That's our perfect ideal. We've, we, we're all striving to fulfill our potential. We call it that. That's what we call it in the Western society. And we're working very hard and everybody's working very hard. And some people get so high up there, but even those people, those people that like, I mean, you're talking about like Miles Davis talking about, like, the best, the creme de la creme, Beethoven. These people, they they get to a certain point, and then they look, they see that actually that piece of meat is way farther away than they thought. Because guess what? Perfection is not attainable. So better, you realize different, you, as you get more... Um, perfect or whatever you want to call it, but better in what, whatever it is you're striving for, you become more aware of the gulf that is between you and the perfect when it comes to a certain, you, you, you gain a certain appreciation for the intricacies of that for which you're trying to become an expert. You, and you say, okay, I know this much, like I know a hell of a lot more than I knew 20 years ago, but I still am so ignorant compared to, I mean, you can compare yourself either to somebody who's really awesome. Like, and that's another thing. Like we, we can, you can go on YouTube and you can find anyone better than you at anything. So it's, it's even in real life that we find these ideals. These, we compare ourselves to the famous people we see on TV and they're like, why aren't I living that life? That my life would be perfect. If I, if I only, I could live that life. Why can't I? And it's where it's, and that's another thing is comparing yourself to others. All these things, if you're, if you're doing it in a way that's making yourself feel bad, that's sleep. And it's, it's just something you got to figure out how to rise above, how you got to just, you got to be constantly on the monitor for it. And when you do see yourself um, interacting with people in a way that is sleep, either nodding off for real or nodding off in your mind into annoyance. 
that's the time to sh- to get into your bed and go and go to actual sleep, or snap out of it mentally if you can manage it. Very difficult once you start falling into it. I mean, and that's why people go for things like coffee. They they can sometimes shake off those cobwebs of depression. And so, I mean, as a last last ditch effort, you know, I'm not going to tell you not to ever do those things. But what's good about those things is that they're good for when you really need them. So it's better not to make them an everyday thing. So you might have a cup of coffee like one day out of a week, and in that day you really got the rush from it. If you're just having it every morning just to wake up, that's inducing. And it's also sleep-inducing to do it the way I was saying before, once a week. You are going to have a crash from it. So you want to put yourself in the bed before that crash comes. The point is you don't want to be in public uh, while in a sleep state. And one of the most surefire ways to put yourself in a sleep state is to eat any kind of sugar. Uh, You will be in a sleep state in very short order. And you will be rubbing you will be rubbing somebody the wrong way. You will be annoying somebody. You will be contributing to all the negativity that's already in this world. Like why should you add more to it? Aren't you supposed to be taking this all in and transmuting it into positive energy? That's what this whole alchemy thing that everybody was always talking about, turning lead into gold, is turning negative energy into positive energy. We are the incubators of it. We are the, the, the we are the guard that takes in the negative and puts out the positive. And that's you know, that's what breathing is and that's what good action is. Good action is the positive. So if you see yourself getting angry, like you can justify yourself all you want. Bottom line is you're wrong. Doesn't matter how bad the person really is and whether or not you had a right to be mad or not, that's irrelevant. Being mad means you're asleep. And being asleep means you're dying. Being asleep means you're contributing to disharmony. It means you're getting cancer. You understand? It's that serious. It also means you'll never be happy. If the more time you, you walk around asleep, the more you're going to miss out on life you're not going to know what that has even actually occurred, and you're going to you're you're going to feel um, that you missed out on life because you you're you're not paying attention. You're asleep in your negative emotion, and you're also um, you you can't be happy if you don't understand that. Happiness, and I talked about this in the last podcast, but happiness is not something that you can arrive at through achievement. It's something that requires mental discipline. And the mental discipline means keeping your mind things that make it happy. Good memories, good projected outcomes that you're looking at, that you that you would love to see yourself in. Visualize yourself in that Part where you where you want to be in like a, a year from now, uh, on a stage in front of like a thousand people performing. Uh, just put yourself there and just feel the energy, feel that positivity. Okay, 
you want to be you want you want to have a a shield of positivity around you, and the only way you can do it is by actually feeding positivity into your brain, positive um, thoughts, positive memories, positive. I mean, that's why you have good entertainment, something that is compelling, uh, something that is brings a smile to your face. And 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 anything that brings a frown to your face should be should be barred from your mind. It should just be, it should go. Of course, you can't escape any. You, you certainly can't escape the negatives. So why put it in your brain willingly? Why out, allow your mind to go into it when it's not needed? When it's just you're just sitting around and you're. Why allow um, that annoyed feeling now? There's, you can attack it in different ways. I was talking earlier about the sugar. If if you maintain a uh, a low carb, um, just like mostly vegetables, a little bit of meat diet, and and I don't even recommend the meat. I subsist on vegetables. But if you if you feel if you feel compelled to eat meat, then go ahead because as long as you're 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 generating a, a more positive field than the meat you ate, then you're actually moving it up the evolutionary chain. Um, frankly, most people aren't doing that when they eat the meat. They're, most meat eaters are much more disharmonious than the meat they've eaten. And that's backwards. Um, that, that's, not, that's not how the food chain should be going. Um, but we'll talk about more of that in another show. But essentially, you're you're supposed to be, you're here to do one thing, take very deep breaths, and I've talked about this in other shows, and put out, take in any kind of negativity and put out positivity. And very difficult people are going to be thrown in your face and very difficult situations are going to be thrown your way. And these are all tests, and they're also proving grounds. They're also practice. Because once you perfect that internal happiness, Nobody will bother you. Nothing will bother you. And you will live your life happy by by taking control of your mind and not letting it just think random thoughts. Like it, don't just let don't let yourself daydream. That's very bad for you. It's like having a, a chainsaw on it just sitting on your floor. It's bound to run into stuff, bound to cut stuff up. Get a hold of that chainsaw. Turn it off. And start feeding the images of your future and your past that make you happy. Just put them in, man. Put them in one at a time. And don't stop. That should just be your your constant video game with yourself as you walk around this video game. So let's see if we can do this. This is the key to eternal bliss. There's really no other way to go. So you've got to understand this. Thanks for listening. Amazon has everything for back to school. Zebra lunchbox? Check. Cool Adidas gear like t-shirts, shoes, and backpacks? Check. Triceratops folders and pencils? Check. Lasercat t-shirts? Check. Get your back to school shopping done now at Amazon.com slash back to school and enjoy free shipping on millions of items. No need to leave your home or hassle with crowds. Amazon.com. No better place to get everything back to school from A to Z. 
Welcome to the Total Wireless Store, where total confidence awaits. I need to keep up with my teens this summer without sweating high cell phone bills. Don't worry. You got this with Total Wireless. We have plans to fit all your family's needs starting at just 25 bucks on the nation's best 4G LTE network. I won't miss a thing. Now you can focus on the important stuff, like arguing about curfew. Discover the Total Wireless stores and get total confidence. The latest phones, the best network, all at great prices. Now open in New York. Refer to the latest terms and conditions of service at TotalWireless.com. Amazon has everything for back to school. Zebra lunchbox? Check. Cool Adidas gear like t-shirts, shoes, and backpacks? Check. Triceratops folders and pencils? Check. Lasercat t-shirts? Check. Get your back to school shopping done now at Amazon.com slash back to school and enjoy free shipping on millions of items. No need to leave your home or hassle with crowds. Amazon.com. No better place to get everything back to school from A to Z.